Hello. The question I would like to ask today is, how awesome does your life say that your God is? How big does your life show to other people that your God is? The text is Hebrews 1, verse 3. And for context, this is speaking to Jesus. Hebrews 1, 3 says, He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. First, I'd like to focus on the middle part of this verse, and then we'll connect it all together. It says of Jesus, he upholds the universe by the word of his power. Now, Charles Meisner was a scientist specializing in general relativity uh, or, or general relative theory, born June the 13th in 1932, and he studied and perfected some of Albert Einstein's equations, who was his contemporary. He believed that the magnificent design of the universe was a religious question. He considered Einstein as a sympathetic to be sympathetic with his views. And, and looking back, he says this about Einstein. He must have looked at what the preachers said about God and felt that they were blaspheming. He had seen much more majesty than they ever had ever imagined, and they were just not talking about the real thing. My guess is that he simply felt that the religions he'd run across did not have proper respect for the author of the universe. Unquote. So Einstein was brought up Jewish, then Catholic, then back to Judaism uh, before he withdrew from both. If he had heard legalistic, uh, for broken man type sermons, it's easy to see why he may have been turned off by, by what he had heard. But I think Meisner was right. Einstein had definitely seen some amazing things staring through a telescope. It's a, he saw a powerful creator God of an order universe uh, filled with knowledge and wonder. I can imagine him looking through the telescope and plotting out the courses of the stars and, and then looking at microscopes and trying to make links in the cosmos. He had observed something much more glorious than what some were preaching about their God in his day, and still today. Again, what is, is, is what God is creating in your life more magnificent than the heavens? Does your life proclaim a big God? I think it's a good question. First, I'd like for us to consider some of God's glory that Einstein may have seen, and actually even more, that we, we can encounter with today's technology. And then we'll look at something greater that possibly Einstein may have missed. Our opening text indicates that God upholds the universe by the word of his power. Now, I'm not a sophisticated student of physics, but there's something I've noticed in the universe. Maybe you have also. It's this. There are a lot of things spinning around in the cosmos. Of course, I don't know what was the word of power God said that 
upholds the universe, but I wonder if he said something like this. Universe, be stabilized through a giant complex system of gyroscopes. I know that may sound weird, but it's at least part of the way my mind grasps the cosmos. And I'll tell you why. Gyroscopes are turning wheels that bring stabilization. They're used in things like bicycles, clocks, uh, segways, aircrafts, race cars, smartphones, drones, quadcopters, even the Mars rover uses the uh, uh, gyroscopes, uh, probably to keep them from tipping over. Let's begin thinking about some of God's glorifying gyroscopic connections, beginning with the microscopic atom found in all the matter on Earth. Okay, an atom. Atoms have electrons that are each one spinning around and around like the Earth does. Just spinning. Well, it's not exactly the same since it's said that electrons have no width. Anyways, while they whiz and zip and hurtle around at who knows how fast, they also revolve around the nucleus of the atom at billions of times a second. Wow. There's a billion rotations. There goes another one. This, this goes for all the atoms on Earth, for starters. The Earth, on the other hand, this planet that we live on, spins at a velocity of about 1,040 miles per hour. Thank you, Lord, for, for gravity. Simultaneously, as the Earth spins so fast, it travels around the sun at about 67,000 miles per hour. While at the same time, the sun is spinning at over 4,000 miles per hour. All the, all the planets in our solar system spin. I call this a God-glorifying gyroscopic connection. And did you know that our solar system, in conjunction with all the spinning, rotating atoms, planets, and sun, is circling around the Milky Way galaxy, all at about 155 miles per second. Pretty wild. And we're not done yet. As our solar system orbits the galaxy, the Milky Way itself is also moving within a local group of galaxies at around 185 miles per second. You can find a lot of this information on zoomastronomy.com. But what you probably won't, won't find is where it's going. Only God knows. He has a plan. And in some contexts, we do know. Um, We have a perspective on God's creation that he has given us. It's going from God, through God, and to God. And it's all for his glory. Romans 11.36 says, For from him and through him and to him are all things. To him be glory forever. Let's read our text again. Hebrews 1.3 He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. Now, from what I've read about Einstein, it's possible that he missed seeing the awesome glory of God in Jesus, through whom the very universe he studied and loved was created. As a Christian, we know people don't have to look to the skies to find God. God came down to earth. He came down as a man. Our text tells us 
what he came down to earth for. He made purification for sins. What does that mean? Well, unlike us, Jesus lived a perfect life without sin, that he might give men his righteousness. He then went further. He was paid the wages that we deserved for our sins with his own death on the cross. Again, he went further, defeating death itself, that all who look to him might be raised up incorruptible with him. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. I hope Einstein saw this at some point in his life. Not the glory of the universe or the world, but the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. As 2 Corinthians 4.6 says, So Jesus is purifier of our sins. He gives his righteousness to all who turn away from seeking sin and rejoice in him as good news. How big does your life proclaim that your God is? Big enough to give you victory over that returning sin in your life? Big enough to help you forgive others that that have done you such a great injustice? Is Jesus worth sharing with others? Is he that big for you? Is he big enough to forgive even you? Yes, he is. I hope you will put your hope in him, rest in him, see him as good news today. Thank you.